Hello and welcome to the Form of Fitness podcast, a podcast where I, Nathan Shanes, and my co-host Duncan Bryson will be breaking down the world of fitness into bite-sized pieces of information, such as exercise philosophies, routines, and more. We're glad you're along for the journey. We hope you enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Form of Fitness podcast. Uh, I'm joined by Duncan again, and today we're going to be talking about recovery drinks such as like Gatorade, everyone's favorite prime (laughs) (laughs) and i'm gonna let duncan start all right so i figured we should talk about you know our favorite um sports drinks and what all that they have to offer what all we really need to be thinking about in the micronutrients (coughs) realm of like what we're sweating out and how you should go around like looking at those nutrition labels because i can tell you after doing the research for this episode Nutrition labels in America suck, man. Oh, yeah, big time. I mean, um, standardization of nutrition labels is not as standard as you would think. Um, like, caffeine is a great example of this, and we aren't really getting into the caffeinated beverages, but, like, yeah. companies aren't legally required to have how much caffeine is on their product. Um, the serving size of a product isn't, like, standardized to, like, one can. Um, and also, like, some of these micronutrients are percent values of a 2,000-calorie diet, which then makes you do math to figure out how much is in the damn can, Yeah, which can be a problem. It's also just some of them, it is a waste of time to have on there a percentage value of how much you should be intaking on a daily value because a lot of times the science and the background information they use to come up with this percentage that they put on these cans is flat out wrong. It's it's maybe a misinformed in input or it doesn't account for the fact that different people do need different quantities of things yeah. generally. And like if you're more active, <clears throat> things like salt are going to be more required of you because you're sweating it out. Also – I haven't met someone who eats only 2,000 calories a day, and that's where our standard American diet is right now. (laughs) Despite the fact that I don't know a whole lot of Americans that (laughs) eat 2,000 calories. I've seen Americans eat 2,000 calories per meal, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like my... My like standard calorie intake over the course of a day is about 3,250 or so, Yeah, which is 1,250 over what is considered standard. So it's a good idea to kind of figure out loosely what you need um, it to like replace what's being you know expended and also look at your drinks in order to be like, hey, this is a good thing to drink, you know, right after I work out or even just while I'm working out to make sure that I'm not going too far into the red. Cause I can go ahead and tell you right now that none of these drinks are going to outright replace all of the micronutrients that you're losing, like in an hour of working yeah. out. But the idea is, is you're not completely malnourished beforehand. You have a bunch of stuff stored up. You're going to sweat some of it out and we just don't want you to go like into the red um, too far because then that's where problems start <laughs> happening. You know, you start feeling nauseous, you get a little woozy, you start seeing stars, and you don't want to see stars when you're moving around heavy shit in right. the gym. And ideally, you're, if this is a post-workout drink, the entire goal of it is not to be the main source of this micronutrient or the, the compounds that you're looking to receive from this drink. It is a replenishment, a very, very quick source of replenishment 
post-workout, late into your workout, during your workout. And sometimes some of these you could drink before your workout, right? Mm -hmm. So So in order to standardize our numbers, um, we're going to go over what the contents of your sweat are per liter. And then we'll talk about per hour. Um, So per liter, you sweat out about... Uh, 1,150 milligrams of sodium, 1,775 milligrams of chloride. A lot of people are going to be like, whoa, what the fuck is chloride doing in my body? Um, Chloride's pretty natural, and Mm -hmm. it's just never in nutrition labels. Um, One of the biggest reasons for this is because basically um, sodium is – almost always bonded with chloride. Mm-hmm. If you remember back to your you know, chemistry class, s- sodium is a negative one, chloride is a positive one, and then they just bond really frequently together. Um, and like sodium chloride is table salt. So yep. if you're consuming table salt, you're consuming chloride. Um, and so usually if your sodium marker is good, your, clo- your chloride marker is going to be good and vice versa. Yep. Um, potassium per liter is about 275 milligrams um magnesium is about 18 milligrams and calcium is about 60 milligrams yes you expend the crap that you use to build your bones through your sweat glands yeah um it's not a lot but it's more than magnesium and it's something to think about especially since it's needed for bone health and bone growth if you are you know still growing and developing um and so then when you're looking at about an hour long time frame for a workout, which there's a lot more research day by day that's showing that focusing in for about an hour to 90 minutes is the best idea when you're coming, when you're looking at working out. And then if you want to do like two or three workouts in a day, space them out. And that's especially <laughs> where you might want to have one of these sports recovery drinks on hand to be able to rehydrate, re replenish real quick, wait a little bit and then go into another workout. Um, so per hour, you're going to sweat about two to three liters. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to account for about 2,300 to 3,450 milligrams of sodium, um, 3,550 to 5,325 milligrams of chloride, 550 to 825 grams of potassium, 36 to 54 milligrams of magnesium, and 120 to 180 milligrams of calcium. Um, And so, again, just to reiterate, none of these sports supplementation drinks are designed to give back all of what you lose. And they shouldn't be because that's not Um, their job. Yeah, and like... You wouldn't want to drink <laughs> two point three to three point four five grams of salt. That's just a sodium. That yeah. I mean, that doesn't even include the mass of the chloride that which you, yeah. you would need for the salt itself. Like if you were putting table salt in here, yeah. I mean, you're looking at roughly upwards of almost nine grams of salt. <laughs> yeah, nine salt packets in one drink. That chances are is going to be eight ounces. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I will go without. Yeah, you don't want to drink in the ocean, you know. And that's um, even like some of the complaints about, especially drinks like Gatorade that are high sodium content. People are like, well, you need to drink water with it. Well, ideally, you're drinking water, you know, always. All all the time. The supplement drinks are not replacing a glass of water. But it is a valid, like, concern to say, hey, you don't want to flood your system with. 2.3 2.3 grams into sodium right? with all this other stuff. Um, however, the potassium, magnesium, and calcium, we can try and look at 
you know, possibly replenishing or getting mostly up to snuff mm-hmm. with a um, recovery drink. So now we can go into kind of what I found was generally the consensus of like the top recovery drinks in at least American stores. Yep. Um, and some of these drinks, I will say, aren't made to purely replenish your micronutrients that we have identified. <laughs> um, Fit Aid is a great example of this. They they are a no sodium um, company. Yeah. Um, part of this, I think, is marketing because they want to be able to basically ride this like no salt craze that kind of resurfaces every now and then. And then also the way that they have position themselves in the sports recovery brand is to kind of focus on some of these newer things that we have linked to recovery, like the BCAs um, and like all these other things that you see a lot. And so after, you know, prefacing with that fit aid only gives you nine grams of carbs, um, zero grams of sodium. No, uh, chloride is never mentioned in these drinks, but again, we can kind of assume that, Chloride and sodium should be about equivalent in levels. Yep. Um, potassium was at 50 milligrams. Magnesium was at 25 milligrams. And calcium was at 20 milligrams. Um, so overall, FedAid does not look very impressive here. Nope. Um, it doesn't really get anywhere close to the potassium requirement. It gets pretty close to magnesium requirements um, and not much else. Also, the carb count is pretty low. Um Generally, it is a good idea to get some amount of like macronutrient, like just not even replenishing, but just intake after a workout, you know, a little bit of carbs, a little bit of protein, even if it's not necessarily going to get you better gains, it will make you feel better. Um, A lot of people, especially if you're doing something high intensity like CrossFit, you don't want to have to slog through the rest of your day if you worked out at like one o'clock and not get food in you until like five or six o'clock at night. Yeah. and so, like, getting a little bit of carbs, even if it's, a, like, a simple sugar, is always a good idea, you know, either during your workout or right after. Yeah. I'd say as far as what we're looking at on Fit Aid is it's a relatively unassuming drink, right? Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of salt. So there are a lot of people, right, that when they drink one of these sports drinks, they do have to worry about their salt because there are some people that are very, very reactive to their salt intake, right? Yeah. Whether that be they're on the low end and they're very likely to be low uh, salt content, which can, again, be unhealthy for you, as well as super high on the salt scale. So maybe they need something that's more unassuming. But for this calorie content, it seems to be very, very – like you could just drink it normally without needing the necessity of it being your sports drink. And it might just be a – tasty drink to drink oh it's not tasty it isn't <laughs> it is not i've oh. had fit aid before so oh i'm sorry i'm looking at our next candidate yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so something that you do need to think about with fit aid is it is jam-packed with all these vitamins and minerals that we're not necessarily talking about here like vitamin c um vitamin a i think vitamin d i want to say as well um personally when i drink fit aid it does give me kind of this recovered feel however it's not really acting through the mechanism of salt and like you know sweat replenishing um it's kind of acting through different mechanisms here and so while i think it is a pretty good recovery drink it's not a great electrolyte replacement replacement. or a rehydrator yeah is what you're probably looking for um and also fit eight tastes like you're drinking battery acid i believe Um, it for a lot of people that might throw you off but 
we, we're going to look at a bunch of different drinks here, and you're going to kind of realize that if it has sodium, it doesn't probably taste great. But at the same time, that's kind of the point. <laughs> you want something that's tasting akin to your sweat, essentially. Right. Well, it's like your food, the food you intake during the day should hypothetically be at your maintenance expenditure level of sodium and salt. Yeah. So in some regard, what this, you know, post-workout recovery drink should be doing is rehydrating you, giving back your body its ability to retain this water. It's not supposed to do everything and it's not supposed to be a replacement way to get all of these nutrients. But as far as its goal, it should be to get back into your body the things that you've lost via sweat, whether or not that's in the proportions, because you should also be intaking a lot of these things throughout the rest of your day. Yep. Okay. So then we could talk about our next candidate, which is prime. Um, prime has a very interesting story. Um, basically it's, it's a brand that was created by two YouTubers, Logan Paul and KSI. Um, we can say created. <laughs> They're the face of it, They're the right? Face. They're the face. You, you, you can tell when you watch their ads and stuff that they sure as hell don't know anything about their drink a whole lot. They know it yeah. tastes yummy and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, and that it's low calorie and that it's got a lot of electrolytes yeah. in it. Yeah. So, and it does. It does. It has yeah. a lot of electrolytes. Yeah. And so if we want to talk about electrolytes, right, this is kind of the best example of if it tastes good, it's probably not great for you, um, especially when we're talking about replenishing electrolytes. Also, when people say electrolytes, there are a bunch of different types of electrolytes, mm -hmm. just like there's a bunch of different types of amino acids that make up your protein. And so it is a good idea to do some research. Prime, for example, has 10 milligrams of salt and 700 milligrams of potassium. Now, if you look back, that is within our potassium range, but so low on the sodium range. Yep. And if you kind of look at what micronutrients you expend, sodium is more important than potassium just because it's expended more. Um, well, I mean, we stated that. We yeah. stated that at the beginning. We stated that in scale, right? Yeah. I mean, you're talking volumes of grams to milligrams. I mean, like literally over the gram mark and way less than a gram when it comes to calcium on magnitudes of almost six times more sodium than potassium. I mean, and if I have to do some quick math here, this is 70 times the amount of sodium as as potassium in this one drink. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, yeah, there are reasons why they've done that. It's, it's because it's, it's easy to squeeze in potassium. potassium. Yeah. Um, and it's tasty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's easier to mask that taste. And magnesium, again, they, ha they jammed it with 124 milligrams of magnesium. That's like, um, that's two and a half times almost the required amount of magnesium that we're sweating out on the top end in an hour. Yeah. Which is way too much. Um, and it's not that that's bad for you. There's like some pretty good studies that show that like over consuming magnesium helps with dealing with like uh, hearing loss and all these things. Mm -hmm. But like Prime, in my opinion, they're not doing not it for that a reason. recovery drink. It's almost a supplement drink where like drink one of these a day, give it to your mom, give it to like your really old mom or your old grandmother who's probably not drinking enough water and probably not getting all the like 
micronutrients she needs anyway or you know your stubborn dad and grandpa right um and like help keep their ears healthy and help keep their potassium in line but it's not a drink that you should be turning to for sports recovery and i think that that makes a lot of sense when you look at the fact that not a lot of people have really endorsed prime as a recovery drink no i mean when you get on the internet uh and you start looking at like a lot of people are liking to hop on the bad bandwagon of making youtube videos about bashing prime commercials Mm -hmm. because the commercials are stupid the ad runs are just it's like what are you doing here? Like, what What are you doing here? Especially, like, when Prime does something that none of the other uh, sports drinks are doing in the space. Their commercials, in some regard, are built on bashing other brands, right? Explicitly, I think the one that mainly comes to mind is Logan Paul for the the main liquid IV commercial when they did the, the red, white, and blue rollout for their sticks. Yep. They're like, it has one more electrolyte than liquid IV just because. And I'm like, <laughs> we all know, like, <laughs> you know the difference in taste between liquid IV and prime, right? One, you wouldn't be able to say, wow, this really feels like a sports recovery drink. I feel like if I worked out hard, this is what would rehydrate, re-energize me and replenish my stock of nutrients to be able to press on throughout the day if I was to do something, you know, really hard and, you know, just a hard workout early in the morning or even in the midday. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um and then if we go down the list, you know, the next big recovery drink is Gatorade. And I researched Gatorade and Gatorade Fit independently, and I thought there'd be, like, this big difference. And there's really not. Um, Gatorade Fit, I would say, is probably a little better for, like, daily drinking if you're, mm-hmm. not, um, if, if you're not working out consistently and you're just using this as, like, a micronutrient, you know, supplement almost. Or if you are being very conscious about your calorie count mm-hmm. because Gatorade Fit only has three grams of carbs. Gatorade has 36 grams of carbs. Carbs, However, Gatorade has 270 milligrams of sodium and Gatorade Fit's only like 40 grams behind that or milligrams behind that. And Gatorade has 80 milligrams of potassium and Gatorade Fit has 60 milligrams of potassium. So, And that makes sense. Um, and I've had Gatorade Fit. The taste on Gatorade Fit is a little almost like a teaser. Like if you've ever had like a vitamin water or something like that, it's, it's very much that like, (laughs) it's very much that like you thought you, there's flavor in here. I think, you know, they'll get to it at some point. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like the, like if, if you had like strawberry kiwi, it's the blue balls of flavor. (laughs) Yeah. They, they'll get around to it at some point, but it's, yeah. just, it's not in this drink. You got to drink the same flavor Gatorade afterwards. Yeah, yeah like the, the Gatorade fits always like, well, I can see what they were going for, but like it feels like the volumes turned down to five. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So if you're looking for, I guess, a more restricted, less calorically dense, um, but still good for like electrolyte replenishing. Gatorade fits probably a better option. Than Gatorade, mm-hmm. however, they're both not great. Um, the really old Gatorade is a lot better for you in like a sports recovery. Like we're talking like the Gatorade made for the Florida Gators. However, <laughs> it's really hard to get your hands on anything like that. It's yeah. a really old formula. Um, so I didn't even bother like trying to find it. 
But yeah. I, I do know that like that thing had the sodium that you needed and the magnesium and the potassium. Well, I mean, the thing is about Gatorade is, I mean, you heard the drinks we've talked about and the drinks we're even going to continue to talk about. They don't have to compete to yeah. stay in the space. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to do anything turnkey, right? Yeah. It's Gatorade. Yeah. I mean, shit. Every every sports team uses Gatorade. Yeah, it's either every, Gatorade or Powerade. Gatorade or Powerade, and even still, like they might have Powerade buckets, but there's Gatorade in it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Gatorade just ends up everywhere. They're just, they're synonymous with sports. Yeah. You know, like their brand is already in. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have to compete formula wise. I mean, shit, they could start shipping yellow water tomorrow, and they'd still be in the space for longer than you could really think about it. It'd be surprising. It'd be it'd be surprising for them to do something like that, but they'd still be there. Yeah, and like. Really, when you're looking at something like Gatorade, you know, the and a lot of these other companies, like taste is a factor f for them because if it tastes like shit, no one's going to want to buy it. Mm -hmm. But we want a almost salty, battery acidy taste in our in our recovery drinks. That's kind of where you know you're going for. Um, Body Armor is kind of our example of like uh, this coconut water e um, beverage. Again, kind of high in the carbs, 28 grams, but I don't hate that. It's a lot. It, they're simple sugars, but they're more healthy than like just dumping in a bunch of regular yeah. sugar because a lot of that does come from the coconut water and the natural flavorings that they do put mm -hmm. in. Um, Sodium is only 40 milligrams, so maybe yeah. add some table salt to, to that thing. Yeah. But um, the potassium is really high at 700 milligrams and then the magnesium's at 70 milligrams so again this is kind of one of those things where it's easier to mask potassium than it is to mask sodium and again and it's boosting yeah. calorie or electrolyte count yeah again getting that electrolyte count up so that way you can just like compete with other people it, it, it's again it's a name brand thing like i mean if the, if the company wanted to create a super crazy recovery drink i mean it wouldn't be a, you can't market a really super to the books good recovery drink to people to normal people right but body armor you can advertise it to everyone and, and you see it all the time you see people drinking body armor i see people in the gym with body armor i see people in class with body armor i see people out on the street with body armor yeah. body armor is everywhere it's in every gas station it's tasty it it does do good good work here it will make a decent post workout but again like they're fighting the electrolyte count game yep. you know and so um and then we can talk about liquid iv real quick liquid iv is a very interesting beverage because i think that it actually does pretty well what it's supposed to do mm -hmm. um so it does have 12 grams of carbs which is again not a bad thing um and it's still a lot less than like a gatorade or something like that Sodium is 510 milligrams. Potassium is 380 milligrams. And, you know, when you're looking at proportions, when you're looking at what you are wanting, that's probably about right. Mm -hmm. um, and it is going to taste a little salty. Get over it. It's a recovery drink. Right. Now, the last drink that I do want to talk about is kind of a dark horse. And everyone loves chocolate milk. <laughs> There is a huge, like, especially if you're in high school, like, just this huge adoration of chocolate milk. I chose Yoohoo as our representation. Um, it's not milk. 
It's not it's not milk. <laughs> but honestly, if you're like out in the sun or something and you know, you don't want to have to worry about your milk spoiling, it's a decent option. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Um now Yoohoo's got thirty six grams of carbs. Um it does have I believe it's like one hundred and seventy calories per can, and that is what we're using is about a can of Yoohoo. Um that's not bad by any means, especially if you're talking about during workout, uh, post workout, like yeah. you're gonna want something. Yeah, um, definitely. And it's simple sugars, but welcome oh. welcome to the world of easy and fast. Right. Um, two grams of protein, which is not zero. <laughs> I didn't hear um, it. I didn't hear that listed on any of the other drinks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> get your protein from you. No, don't, please. But it is it is something that's like, oh, well, it's in there. It's nice. Um, the sodium is 240 milligrams, which is not bad. Um, it's definitely comparable to a bunch of these other drinks. It's comparable to Gatorade. And then it does have 310 milligrams of potassium, which is an extremely high number, but it beats out Gatorade and it beats out Gatorade Fit, and it actually mm-hmm. has a number within the range of what we're looking for. Yeah, um, and it has calcium; it has a hundred milligrams of calcium. So, if you look at it, something like chocolate milk might actually be what you want if you're looking for, you know, potassium, calcium, yeah. and you know some of these other things that um, non-milk based beverages are going to have problems getting you yeah well with that being said we have hit some of the uh probably not all of the drinks you've thought of when you thought we said uh recovery drinks but i'm pretty sure that that's i mean like there are others but that's the ones we're going to talk about there will be more and more released every day and there will be more tomorrow we might make a sequel episode. Who knows? We might have to. We I might mean, dig into some shit. It, it might. It, we might just have to do a taste test on the Instagram Maybe. or something. Who knows? All right, guys. Well, with that being said, we'll see you guys next time. See ya.